This is Cambridge Judge Business School's online knowledge centre with expert commentary, analysis and insights into the issues of the day. In their paper, Who Needs CSR? The Impact of Corporate Social Responsibility on National Competitiveness, doctors Christos Pitellis and Joanna Bulata set out to improve conceptual understanding, backed up with empirical evidence, of the link between CSR and competitiveness at a national level. Among their outcomes is a conclusion that CSR can make a significant positive contribution to national competitiveness as measured by national living standards. There's the finding that countries with relatively low innovation records can benefit more in comparison to their highly innovative counterparts by using nationwide CSR-based positioning strategies. Dr. Pitellis is pleased that the research has come up with a positive result and that it opens doors for further activity. There is a lot to be done. We are hoping that us and others will continue this research, research and will do, and much more solid evidence will come out of this. Uh, at the moment, on the basis of what we have found, the important thing is the policy implications for governments. And one policy implication which is of great interest to us in Britain is to leverage our competitive advantages with, res- with respect to corporate social responsibility. I have to emphasize these are many in terms of uh, rule of law, in terms of uh, institutions in place, they are supporting a culture of uh, honesty and uh, openness and all of these things. And uh, while many other countries are capitalizing on this, and in fact they have included these elements as a part of their strategic plan for national competitiveness, we have, done, we have not done this yet, and, uh, or at least there is much more to be done, and there is a solid basis on, the, on which we can build. Christos Pitellis. In the past, the link between corporate social responsibility and competitiveness has been scrutinised mainly at the business level. This study drills down to national attitudes at a time when the business world faces increasing pressure to improve its CSR, driven by both moral and strategic imperatives. Joanna Bulata explained how the research was carried out. We came to this conclusion by conducting a study with companies all over the world. We obtained uh, uh, data from sustainability asset management firm in Zurich, uh, which is a a company which evaluates uh, the performance of companies on uh, social, environmental, economic and governance criteria. And uh, we constructed uh, a national corporate social performance index. We also uh, collected data from uh, macroeconomic databases uh, such as World Bank, World World Economic Forum, and we performed advanced econometric techniques. So it's a very broad base. It's a very large scale uh, uh, data set and uh, at the moment uh, we had about 4,000 companies in 19 countries around the world and we checked their performance for six years from 2001 until 2006. I find it fascinating that countries with a relatively low innovation record can benefit more against their highly innovative neighbours by implementing CSR-based, those are your words, not mine, uh, positioning strategies. Uh, companies, uh, countries with a very uh, low innovative record can benefit even more from CSR strategies because uh, CSR can work as a substitute for uh, the lack of uh, a strong innovation system that uh, could assist companies to differentiate at the international level. So, for example, you can take uh, fair trade, uh, for example. Uh, Fair trade uh, is uh, simple uh, paying higher wages to farmers for the same crops. 
or companies like One Water or um, uh, Tom Shoes. They have managed to differentiate by not by a new product, but by donating products to charity. Uh, if you take it now to international level uh, with countries like uh, Denmark or uh, Germany, they are trying to uh, develop a responsible reputation by uh, having more and more companies uh, joining the UN Global Compact or international standards, uh, CSR standards, and in that way uh, making, building a responsible reputation for their products and boost exports in international markets. Recently, I think I think uh, Germany is trying to launch an initiative, uh, CSR Made in Germany. You've preempted my next question, which is really that the general understanding of CSR is a very broad church term, which normally applies to, to domestic corporates and global organisations who, who are determined to show they're putting something back into society. Indeed, uh, CSR, we have uh, defined uh, CSR as voluntary practices uh, that business can take uh, above uh, legal requirements in order to promote some social objective. And one of these uh, social objectives is national living standards. Are you saying that CSR then is, is actually enhancing national living standards or is just painting a picture of better living standards than they really are? At the moment, uh, we have tested whether higher national corporate social performance contributes to national competitiveness. But uh, we have taken all appropriate measures to control for bias, such as bio-directionality bias, and uh, whether the national high, higher competitive countries could uh, increase uh, the corporate social performance. But, uh, of course, this is uh, always causality is a, co a contested issue, and uh, we can only be certain about uh, the, our results uh, for our limited sample. A final question. Your paper is predicated on the question, who needs CSR? My question to you is, do we? Yes, absolutely. Uh, UK is uh, one uh, a very uh, interesting example because it has a very high national corporate social performance and uh, still hasn't taken advantage of it. Uh, it is, uh, I think it would be good for uh, UK, uh, which doesn't have such a high innovative culture like Finland, for example, or Switzerland. So compared to these very innovative countries, I think UK uh, could take advantage of differentiation at the international markets by promoting a reputation for a responsible country. We have, uh, at the moment, we have checked only developed countries uh, all over uh, the world. They have, uh, we have European countries, we have uh, US, uh, Canada, Japan, Australia, but uh, still uh, all these countries are at the, at the developed stage. So in the future, we would like to include uh, developing countries as well. That was Dr. Ioana Bulata. This programme was produced by Cambridge Judge Business School as part of its online broadcast series.